0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great today, Jeff. You know, last time we spoke, we were in, I was in Walt Disney World, and today... I am counting down in the single digits to heading back for the park opening, so it's a good time.
0: It's good, getting back to a little bit of normalcy in your world, which is always a good thing. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, a very interesting topic that I know I, for some reason, i have always had a, a great affinity for. Today we're going to talk about transportation um, within the properties here. So I guess let's start at the beginning, right, uh, When when most people come to Walt Disney World via the air. They start with the Magical Express. Talk to us about the Magical Express.
1: We love that service. It's a free service, so who doesn't love free? There is no savings on your reservation if you don't book it. There's no extra cost if you do. And it's round-trip courtesy transportation from Orlando Airport, only MCO, not Sanford, to all the resorts and then back. What I love about it, even more than the free transportation, is the ease of the luggage with it. You'll get tags in advance. You can tag your luggage at your outbound airport. Skip the baggage carousel when you land in Orlando. Head right to the motor coach. Your luggage will magically get delivered to your resort within three hours. So no car rental, no fuss, no muss. In and out real quick. When you get off your plane in the jetway before you even hit the terminal, every jetway has a sign with Mickey holding a suitcase Telling you where the Magical Express is, and there's signage all along the way. And again, you're not driving then in somewhere that you're not familiar with. So it makes it very easy. They'll even accommodate allergy concerns on the bus. You know, they do have resorts that allow dogs now as well as service animals. So if you have that kind of allergy concern, they can accommodate that as well.
0: I've, I've actually never seen that. I've taken that a bunch of times. How frequent would you say it is that a, a dog could end up on something like that?
1: It's it's pretty rare. I have personally never seen it. Again, a service animal is included as well. So I would say that maybe once a day, but it's really not a frequent thing. And those buses are running every 15 to 20 minutes, multiple buses headed out to all the resort areas. I would say the one key thing to know about it: it is not direct transportation. So you might get on a bus that's Art of Animation, Pop Century, and Caribbean Beach. So you could have a couple of stops. And the same for going back to the airport. They'll pick you up three hours prior to your flight time to allow for those extra stops and get you to the airport in plenty of time.
0: The one thing that we didn't talk about here is if you're visiting internationally. Is there anything different for international guests?
1: There is. So just like any international travel, international guests have to clear customs. So they will have to claim their bags. And then the bags can go on the motor coach underneath. That baggage delivery service goes until 10 p.m. at night. So if your flight is super late, even if it was scheduled before 10 p.m., but you arrive after, you do still have to claim your bags. So if you're like me, you're coming from the northeast in the middle of the snowstorm and you're supposed to be there at 8 p.m., but your flight lands at 1105, you will have to claim your bags. You do always have the option of claiming bags and everything can be stored underneath in the motor coach.
0: The video that plays while you're on the, on the bus, right? You're on this Magical Express. Obviously, this is where your vacation is beginning. They have to hit you with some Disney magic right away.
1: And that's, I was just going to say, it really does start there. You're greeted on your screen by characters and you're getting some quick tips, a little bit of fun, a little bit of cartoons. Some of the rides are obviously a little longer than others. But again, it's all about that extra Disney magic.
0: From the bus that picks you up at the airport to the buses that get you to the parks. Disney has a very, very large bus fleet, huge bus fleet in Walt Disney World. Talk to us about that.
1: Buses are the number one mode of transportation at Disney. And I do think up front, a key thing for people to remember is with very few exceptions, I'll kind of point them out as we go. The buses go from the resorts to the theme parks, Disney Springs, and the water parks. There is no resort to resort busing. So if you're staying at Art of Animation and you want to have breakfast at the boardwalk, you're not going to find a bus taking you to boardwalk from a different resort. But the buses are super efficient. Um, Third largest bus fleet in the state of Florida, they really move people super efficiently. And they're really made to accommodate everybody. The ECVs, you know, you've got that electric scooter, maybe you have a wheelchair, you can roll right on and they'll accommodate that. They do ask that you fold strollers when you're hopping on board. But it is incredible to me how well they move people. I will admit, depending what resort you're going to, you know, the fireworks just ended, you're headed out of the park. And if you're going somewhere like Pop Century, one of their largest resorts on property, and you walk out to that bus line, I'll admit I've wanted to cry once or twice because (laughs) it fills the queue and it runs way down past like the next five resort stops. But they have what we call in my family the double bus. It's kind of that bus with an accordion connecting a front and a back so it's twice as big. And they'll load them two of those double buses at a time and get four buses of people out in no time. Those lines, especially at the end of the day, move. Buses on property are running every 15 to 20 minutes. And one new thing that we saw in 2020 that I love is if you're a tech person, that My Disney Experience app now, when you're at your resort, if you go in and hit My Resort, one of the options says buses, and you can look at that and see when the next bus is coming. So that's great if your little one has now decided you have to go to the bathroom after you've been standing there for five minutes. You know, do I have time to run? (laughs) How quick should I run? That's a great thing. The other thing is if you're not a big tech person, most of the resort bus stops now have installed TV screens that have that same info. So if nothing else, it keeps the little ones busy, kind of counting down the time there.
0: And I will say it's it's helpful at some of our resorts that you, you mentioned it earlier, um, as far as the Magical Express makes multiple stops, but some of our resorts themselves have multiple stops within them. So that that's very helpful to know that if you're at a specific bus stop inside a resort that has multiple stops to know when the bus is coming. The app was very helpful for that.
1: That is very true. And the one thing that I do also warn people about with the buses that sometimes is a little bit of a surprise for people. Not at the moment, because again, we are talking the end of June 2020, so there's some COVID and social distancing going on. But when we get back to the world being normal, the buses do offer seats as well as standing room. And I always say to people, everybody paid the same price to be there. Don't expect someone to give up a seat. There are still some gentlemen in the world. There are some women who will get up for another mother because they know what it's like to be holding an infant. But be prepared to either sit or stand. If you're getting to the front of the bus and it's standing room only, don't expect someone to give up their seat. It's okay, though, to say, I'd like to wait for the next bus and let other people go in front of you. It's always an option.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. Okay, so we go from busing to now what is our newest uh, mode of transportation inside Walt Disney World. I know that this is something that you're always super excited to talk about. So just take the floor and just run with it because I know it's one of your favorites.
1: The Sky Gondola system. I love it because, again, it's efficient. And I always say to my clients, I hesitate to use terms like efficient on vacation. But you've paid money to be there and you haven't paid money for the purposes of, you know, waiting around. So efficient transportation is great. It's also individualized transportation. The Sky Gondolas run from four different resorts as a main part. You can get them from Art of Animation and Pop Century. And that spot will go over to Caribbean Beach, which is the hub for the gondola. From Caribbean Beach, you can get on the gondola line over to Hollywood Studios or hop on The one headed towards Epcot, it'll run through Riviera and drop you off outside the International Gateway. So while I mentioned before that there is no resort-to-resort transportation with the busing, sometimes if you're doing a switch like a monorail or a gondola, you could go from Pop Century, hop on those two gondolas. You don't need a ticket where the gondola drops you outside of Epcot and head over to Cape May Cafe for breakfast or... Trattoria Alforto, one of our favorites with the princes and princesses.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite things about traveling through Walt Disney World, it's kind of like a game between my wife and I, it always has been, is like, you know, the six degrees of separation. Like, okay, how can we get from this place to that place using transportation? What's the most efficient way? Go. And so adding the sky gondolas into the mix is definitely a new wrinkle for us. Uh, we've had the buses, the monorails, the boats, those types of things before. But the Sky Gondolas is definitely a, an interesting one. I know you do have some YouTube video on your channel uh, for Easy disney Instant Impressions. You can go and check out uh, that video to see what the Sky gondola system looks like. Um, if you haven't been recently, you probably haven't seen it. So definitely check that out. Um,
1: and I think I love it because it's constantly running. So I'm one of those people that I'll say to you, if I'm driving in rush hour... I'd rather go five minutes out of my way to be constantly moving than to sit in bumper-to-bumper traffic. And I think because the Sky Gondolas load five- to eight-person people per gondola, and it just constantly is loading one gondola after another, the line is always moving. So you at least feel like you're getting somewhere quicker.
0: Right. And I know you had mentioned in a a previous show um, about how – if you are traveling with somebody who who has a scooter and wants to take their time, they have this certain accommodations for that. Can you just re-mention that again because we didn't talk about it yet?
1: You bet. And it's a great feature. I know there are people with the scooters, especially if they're not a regular scooter user, that are hesitant on the buses because nobody loads the buses till the scooters get on. And so sometimes people are watching, people get a little nervous, but the Sky Gondola actually has a separate load area. They've got two gondolas aside at all times. They can load the scooters or the wheelchair on. You can take as long or as little as you need, and then your gondola gets back in queue. So nobody's watching you because you're off to the side. It's a separate line. It's not holding anybody up.
0: Very, very cool. Uh, from the sky to the water uh the boats boats have always been a huge part of my experience in walt disney world tremendous amount of opportunity to get on a boat in walt disney world so let's break it down
1: there are lots of them and i will say it probably is the one thing that confuses a lot of people because they think the boats are all connected and they're definitely not we've got multiple different sets of waterways lots of boat opportunity so one of my favorites and again it's interesting that you talked about the transportation game when i was there for the opening of the new beauty and the beast movie the sing-along coincidentally i always talk to people while i'm standing online and the couple behind me was trying to make the same mad dash that i was that day we were trying to catch the sing-along in france in epcot and then we were all running over to dining with an imagineer in hollywood studios and the cast member was listening to us talk and she said you definitely want to take the gondola. And the husband was like, no, no, I'm sure I want to take those friendship boats. So this couple (laughs) actually split up to see which way was the best way from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. No little competition. (laughs) It's always fun to try and figure it out. And sometimes what's right this time isn't always the right timing next time. But those friendship boats run from out the back of Epcot, from the International Gateway, onto Crescent Lake. They go to... Boardwalk, Beach Club, a stop at the Swan and Dolphin, and then over to Hollywood Studios. So that's its own water. That's not going to go anywhere else, but a great way to get from Hollywood Studios over to Epcot and those three different resorts. That's our first set of boats. Our next boats run down the Sasagula River. That's Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Port Orleans Riverside, Port Orleans French Quarter, ending up over at Disney Springs. And sometimes they're just a great thing, even if you don't necessarily need to get somewhere. I know my parents love to go and do that boat ride. It's just a fun, nice, relaxing time for them when they want some downtime from the park.
0: It's also a great time where if you're, it's like... You've maybe eaten dinner or maybe you're on your way to dinner and it's been a long day at the park. If you're interested in putting some children to sleep, sometimes the boat does that job for you, too. So that's not a bad little tip. But I love, I love that whole little stretch there uh, by Old Key West, Saratoga, Port Orleans and the Springs. It's, it's, it's a really, really nice area. It takes you right by, uh, you know, the Treehouse Villas over by Saratoga, too. So it's, there, there's a lot of cool little things to, to look at, some history there.
1: There definitely is. And we've still got more boats. We've got another set of boats on Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon. They go from Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Contemporary Wilderness Lodge, and Fort Wilderness over to Magic Kingdom. The one word of caution that I do give, there are multiple different boats that run there. And some of the small boats, depending on the tide in the lake, can't always handle wheelchairs and ecvs but if that one can't the next one will be along in just a few minutes so that's an option and our last boat is those big ferry boats that take you from the magic kingdom parking lot over to magic kingdom or if you caught our previous show that was all about some of the fun dining experiences they actually use one of the ferry boats at night to do a special dessert party
0: can't go wrong there I mean, darn, get on a boat and get to eat some dessert. That's not so bad. From boats to my favorite, which is obviously what you think of when you think of Walt Disney World, you cannot talk about transportation without discussing the monorail system.
1: One of my memories as a kid is that monorail. Now, there is a misconception that the monorails run all over Disney property, and I really wish they do, but they don't. We've got two different monorail loops, one that does the polynesian contemporary and grand floridian which includes the stop at magic kingdom and at the parking lot and then there's a loop from what we call the transportation ticket center that magic kingdom parking lot over to epcot so when you're leaving magic kingdom two different monorails you can get on there's also that express that just runs from magic kingdom in the parking lot and then the resort loop so lots of fun the highway in the sky as they call it and again All kinds of fun things with transportation. We'll throw in a little dining tip for you here. Dining in the sky, if you're doing an adults-only trip, is a phenomenal experience. It is a basic, it's a resort hop of food and drinks ending with fireworks at the Contemporary. But they use the monorail and you kind of monorail crawl to have a little bit of fun.
0: And you haven't been to Walt Disney World if you haven't taken the monorail. It's just so iconic. Um, some some interesting different transportation that's popped up over the last couple of years are, are minivans.
1: So minivans is Disney's version of Uber or Lyft. Um, and I'll be very frank about it for two different reasons. Minivans are much more expensive than an Uber or a Lyft, but they have two big advantages over Uber and Lyft. The first is that while you could Uber or Lyft to three of the theme parks, you cannot take it to the Magic Kingdom. If you get an Uber to Magic Kingdom, they will drop you at the transportation ticket center and then you've got to hop on that ferry boat or that monorail. Where if you get that minivan, they can actually take you right to the Magic Kingdom into the bus loop. The other amazing amazing thing that we recommend to a lot of our clients with the minivan is they come with the option they're always in the back of the car of two child seats and they are Changeable seats. So they go infant all the way up to toddler booster. So those of you who either have two kids who need car seats, that's almost impossible to get with an Uber or a Lyft. Or let's be honest, the level of cleanliness in cleaning a car seat is something I'm much more comfortable putting a child in in a car seat that's being cleaned by Disney every night than I'm not sure how often by my Uber driver. So they are great. They are also super fun looking. The only little word of warning that I will give, and again, this is the end of June 2020 that we are taping, they are on a minor hiatus as the parks reopen for COVID, but we expect them back soon.
0: And I can tell you it's the type of thing that I never thought I would use, but I did. And it was tremendous. (laughs) So I do recommend it. There's one last basic mode of transportation we want to talk about.
1: Walk. Best transportation there is, depending on your hotel best way to get around is walking. If you're staying at Beach Club and Boardwalk, you can walk into Epcot quicker than any transportation. From the Contemporary, you can walk right across the street into Magic Kingdom even quicker than the monorail. So definitely look at your choices. We actually have a transportation chart that shows you what each resort has and where it goes. And again, there's just so many choices.
0: And I do think if you're a walker, like reaching out to folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services is the way to go because you'll definitely hook them up with, if you're a walker, here's, here's the best way to get into Epcot, the best resort, here's the best resort for the Magic Kingdom, you know, etc. because there's so many different ways you can get there without having jumping on transportation depending upon where you stay. So I think that's important. Definitely reach out. Uh, anything else that we've missed that you think is important to share about transportation?
1: I'd say two quick tips to keep in mind. One is that resort busing, Typically starts about 90 minutes prior to park opening. So you can get there early. Maybe you've got an early breakfast. Maybe you just want to be the first guest in the Magic Kingdom for the day. That's not always the case with the Sky Gondolas. They tend to open right at park opening. So check your app. Check with the front desk. You don't want to be waiting for transportation that isn't running. And my last tip is sometimes the transportation is the best part of the ride. So maybe you didn't get in until 6 o'clock at night and you don't want to have a park day. You can hop on a monorail, you can hop on a sky gondola, you can see the parks from the sky, and all of that transportation is free to ride at any point.
0: Sandy, thanks for taking the time this week to explain to us the intricacies of transportation in Walt Disney World.
1: You bet. Thanks, Jeff.
0: And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. Don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week, and as always, keep making memories.